Greetings and hello, everyone. Once again, it is my privilege to be able to introduce the episode for you. I feel like it's been so long since you all and I have had a chance just to sit down and really huh, enjoy a moment together. And I'm really happy that I get to talk about a few things. First thing I'm actually the main thing I'm going to talk about right now is PaizoCon is coming to the online world. That's right. PaizoCon is online, and that is next week. Signups are open, like right now. Go find a game and beat the quarantine boredom with some good old-fashioned Pathfinder or Starfinder fun. There are some excellent GMs out there running games. I know uh, some of them myself. I can highly recommend that if you can get onto any of these online games, you're going to have an absolute blast. And what's cool is that although normally... Uh, PaizoCon is obviously a uh, physical convention that we get to go to. This is a kind of unique one, you know, special, maybe one time ever deal that we all get to participate in. And I would love it if uh, a lot of the uh, cosmic crit, the Crittermanders could show up and really show the support for the uh, online PaizoCon. So go out there and find a game, sign up and uh, enjoy yourself. Other things I always like to mention really quickly is if you're ever bored on a Thursday night, Drew and I are over on uh, twitch.tv slash Cosmic Crit streaming some Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I'm playing through it for the first time ever. Blind. No spoilers in the chat, please. And Drew is my helpful guide. Also joining us is our friend uh, Mike, who used to do The More You Nerd. And speaking of The More You Nerd, I'm going to plug something in here myself. Uh, I actually went to went on The More You Nerd, uh, which is Miles and uh, Drew, and we're talking about uh, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, which I've really had a fun time talking to them and uh, really looking deep into this uh, series that I just haven't been... Uh, I haven't been exposed to until now. So there's a lot of stuff going on. I know there are a lot of people as we continue into the lockdown that are really <laughs> maybe feeling the quarantine side of the quarantine. And as always, we are out there trying to produce content for you guys to, for y'all to enjoy and hopefully make life a little easier for you. But that's all I have to talk about. Once again, I hope everybody is out there staying safe and staying healthy. And on that note, here's episode 35, Flockbuster. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Dial in your codec and get ready to take on Foxhound in a very tactical espionage action-packed episode of Metal Crit Solid. Uh, this is your GM welcoming you back here. Your giant mecha Rex launching nuclear missiles and making your own reflex saves for 1 million D6 damage. Joining me in infiltrating the Susculin Moses bases are my five friends and your player twos. To my right, whether or not she's a a DARPA worker or works for Armstech. She's going to develop some weapons for us. Why, it's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Across from her, tearing off his faceplate to reveal that he's been the villain all along. It's Drew delivering Echo 7. Tearing off his faceplate to prove that he's been the villain all along? Uh, to my right, uh, let me read your roll 20 log here. Ah, oh, yes, I see you like to roll low. No matter. It's Tyler dredging up to Basho. Words hurt, Patrick. That hurt. Across from him, cyborg ninja attack, cutting your arm off from out of nowhere. It's Jabert, playing as dressed. 
<laughs> hey, Patrick, how are you? And across the digital table, uh, this mysterious baddie's got a pistol with your name on it. Why, it's Miles mixing up with Revolver Sprouts. Good evening. Folks, welcome back. Uh, we, we've talked about it in our intros a great deal, but we, we have been recording a little bit in advance. But yeah, we have been, like everyone out there listening, in lockdown mode for what seemed like forever. Um, <laughs> I've had a lot of people joking that the uh, the last few months have been the longest year <laughs> of their life. Um, but I, I mean, it, it doesn't really show in our podcasts because, I mean, we've been playing online from four different states, uh, I mean, since the beginning. So while we're also in quarantine, um, I know a lot of people out there are migrating their IRL games to um to Discord, to you know your your Zoom meetings. Uh, is Skype still a thing? I guess maybe over Skype. <laughs> uh, and on Roll Twenty and other virtual tabletops. But yeah, I just want to take some time uh, to check in on uh, you guys, my players. See how you've um, weather the storm. Um, everyone here is thankfully very healthy uh, and hopefully as happy as you you can be. So, h- how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I. <sighs> I don't want to sound like I'm trivializing anything, but this is the closest thing I've had to a summer vacation in 13 years. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and you know I have a backlog of movies, got a games, lot of stuff. books, and comics. So I'm and I'm an indoor kid at heart. So I'm honestly okay. We're, we obviously are on, on video for for uh, these games recently. And um, Miles, you have a you have an X Men figure behind you in a plastic case. You haven't even opened it up and played with it yet. So Dazzler, go ahead and do that now <laughs> on the podcast. Crack it up. That make for great audio. Lots so, lots of gaming. Yeah, I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum. I'm still working mm-hmm. full time and have two kids at home. Uh, and Drew's in the same boat. Uh, so things are busy around this, these parts, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Just more work for you. Yeah, it's just more work. It's like double the work. I have two full-time jobs now, so. Yeah, it's 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 tough. I've had to learn new math, which is not just like math that is new to me, but it's a thing called new math. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I didn't even yeah. like old math, so I can't imagine how <laughs> awful that is. Yeah, it's 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 tough while doing work from home stuff. And I mean, we're lucky that we can work from home, but. For sure. It's. It's a time. Uh, I will say I'm thankful for Animal Crossing because I think that it has uh, helped me and it's something the kids can play to uh, uh, de-stress a little bit uh, in, in our spare time. Animal and Crossing has definitely side. been therapeutic. Yeah. On the other side of that, I still go into work work. Nothing yeah. has changed me. I <laughs> am still doing what I did before COVID now. Well, now you can't hang out with any of your other friends except us online. Yeah, I'm going. I'm a massive extrovert, which you what in the podcast, and uh, this shocking revelation here. This has been crippling. But what kind of like so? What is unfortunate is not only do I have to go and do my normal work, I've actually had to take on aspects of other people's Mm. responsibilities so that they can work from home. So um, I one of our our biggest one of our biggest customers where I work is a. is a meat packer. So I get to go to their customer site every Friday. So not only am I going to my place of work, I'm going to someone else's place of work. Oh boy. Um, so that's stressful, you know, and, and fun. Uh, but hey, amongst everything, I also bought a Nintendo Switch to play Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Positives to every story. Yeah, no, we, we bought ours when um, 
Miles when you came up and, and yeah. visited. We, we, we went to like packs. five different stores to find that switch. Yeah, you know, this is the, the end of uh, February and multiple stores uh, were sold out of uh, of regular switches at that point. Um, not something that was, uh, I would think, in, in super huge demand at that time. But, it was crazy. Uh, Animal uh, they're, Crossing they're, release day, Rebecca could only find a switch light to pick up. And, um, I'm actually okay with that, though. I will be the the. Uh, I, I will speak con- fond- fondly of my light. Like I, I any, like the light. Considering well, getting a switch, and to, I love my light because it's it's it truly lightweight. I, I don't get tired of holding it the way I would with a switch. So uh, to be honest, I have me. not docked mine in the entire time that I've had it. So I probably should have gotten late at this point. <laughs> I was a little nervous because like getting it. Cause it was like, well, for a hundred dollars more, I can get a full console or whatever, but ultimately I'm very happy with my purchase. So, mm. yeah. um, Jabert, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, dying a little bit every day, but I'm surviving. <laughs> so do you have um, a, a backlog of games as well? Uh, well, yeah, so I'm, I'm still working from home and, uh, keeping reasonably busy. I've got, a few games that I've been dipping into a little bit. Uh, me and my dad are playing Minecraft together, which is fun. Right, That's right. Getting, cool. to, getting to teach him how what <laughs> it's, it's, uh, teaching him that game has, has made me realize how weird it is. And, oh yeah, uh, no, you, you, first thing is like, all right, dad, go over there. I want you to punch that tree. You got your first, <laughs> first, first thing first, hard. You got to punch the dirt. <laughs> no, 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 don't don't keep clicking. Just click the one time and hold it down. <laughs> yeah, and so it's uh, so that's been fun. Uh, other than that, I've been playing some RimWorld. Um, every uh, every week, I set up a game of Drawful for my group mm-hmm. at work, and we all just like log on to Teams and uh, and uh, and play Drawful together. And so that's fun. Um, uh, all of us in, in various times have been playing some some more uh, Jackbox and um, and party games like that more more than we normally do. Um, oh, yeah with groups of friends, but, um, yeah, no, it, it, uh, it does make me appreciate them uh, a great deal more. And, and, you know, just the, the ability to do uh, quick VoIPs, um, uh, over Easter, uh, <laughs> uh I was invited to a, a huge family gathering over uh, video over IP of like 20 family members. And I was like, Oh man, I'm not going to be able to make it. I got a thing to do. I cannot imagine. <laughs> what that was like. <laughs> I, I i did get out of i can tell you what that's like patrick <laughs> uh, do you have a 20 person yeah, family uh, because together because we well there wasn't family but we zoom with my kids class so there's 20 oh. second graders well, those kids get the other kids get muted <laughs> i had some i'm sure very raucous family members yelling over uh over zoom yeah yeah no there there's uh, a lot of stuff, hopefully, keeping folks out there sane. I know some people are happy that we're still, you know, we're, there's no disruption to the podcast or whatever. I don't think there will be unless, uh, I don't know, the internet stops, I guess, maybe. I mean, or if one of us gets sick. Yeah, I was going to say, unless that happens. I love all of you, but if I get COVID-19, I'm not playing. Well, I, I should say, you know, one of the reasons we were recording a couple episodes ahead um, was because we had 
trips planned, you know, like out of the country. I was going to come visit Tyler uh, yeah. around this time in, in May uh, for, for PaizoCon. Things didn't work out that way. But yeah, now we, we're just uh, just a little bit ahead. So you guys have my permission to get sick, but you have to get better and within <laughs> a couple weeks. That's uh, a turn. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I hope everyone out there stays, though, 100% healthy. Uh, this has opened up my eyes to how important hand washing is at old junctures. But uh, I, I <laughs> whenever we come back out from like going to the grocery store or something, it becomes like a wash your hands before you touch anything situation. And also um, moisturize because washing your hands dries out your hands pretty bad. And mine are mm. pretty bloody because of it. Oh, yeah. No, you get those cracks and then it's another way in. Um, good, good. Oh, I hadn't well, even thought about that, Patrick. No, you gotta, gotta watch Oh, cracks in the armor. Old <laughs> Drew went down because his armor was cracked and dried. You just use a, a moisturizing soap. That's another option. I mm-hmm. mean, that's also true. Yeah. Well, um, all right. So to, once again, like I said, I think a lot of fans out there, um, they try to get away from things an hour or so a week by listening to us. Thank you out there for, for listening and let's uh let's get back into the action of book two here um it is uh in order to do that though we have to go to our good friend sprouts to find out what happened last time on cosmic crit nothing aboard the ship was adding up no sooner had we dealt with the gremlins that were tearing the terminus wild apart from the inside did it start to get quiet too quiet i sealed the non-sdf passengers on the top deck because i trusted only my squad at that point and that turned out to be a bum call see that gave xantos all the ammunition he needed he called a meeting with the entire ship and tried to weasel his way back onto the bridge but something spelled worse than an absalom fishmonger Turns out his real goal was to force a vote to get me kicked off the captain's chair. But thanks to Tress calming the situation down, Xantos lost, lost the vote. We put Zelenon on the bridge instead. You get what you deserve, Luchwort. Dirt nap's too good for you. There's only one plant streetwise enough that command this ship. And that's me, Captain Sprouts Marlow. Captain Marlow. I could have been Captain Loachwort. <laughs> NPC extraordinaire if, you hadn't, if it hadn't been for you and your meddling bugs and, and other you fell, you fell a foul the wrong plant Lochwort. oh boy um, yeah you guys got back to Audrock a, a space station outside of Ultranius the next closest uh, planet I believe to the the Susquehan system sun um where almost all of the, the planet is escaping to. Mind you, a lot of people had already left Susquehan um, to, for greener pastures. You know, when when the swarm come, it's like, well, we're not going to be in the system <laughs> much longer anyway. But um, you parted with your passengers, including Zelenon. Um, and uh, this is the, the next morning. You guys uh, get a good night's rest and are loaded onto... A SDF military vessel, you know, a, a huge troop carrier, you know, with uh, hundreds of other soldiers, and carted down to the the surface of Ultranius. This um, massive sea storm rocks your your vessel as soon as it kind of dips into the lower atmosphere. Uh, before you enter a relatively calm area, and you see the the artificial limestone coastline region of a, a mega city behind a, a seawall. Uh, and this is New Graca, the immense urban sprawl. And you guys land right in the, the outskirts of it in a huge spaceport. 
where you see disembarking, uh, you know, thousands of, of other people uh, making their way through through the system. Um, it's a, a you know a week after Susquehanna was given that evacuation order, and there are still ships. Uh, arriving here probably every hour on the hour, you know, through traditional means or through drift travel. It's all kind of, you know, based on like how fast your engine was or how lucky you were with your your drift drive um, navigation. Um, So it took you guys like six days, I think. And it probably took some people three and others. It might take seven or eight. But yeah, it is a constant, constant drip of of people coming in. Uh, first, you know, uh, get, going into orbit and, and getting cleared, and then making their way down here. Uh, you're met by a military escort at the the uh, spaceport here, which is going to take you in, right into the center of the metropolis, where a lot of the SDF leadership has been given supposedly um, uh, temporary offices in the New Graca City Hall. Um, and when you uh, you're driving up towards it, uh, you notice many buildings with a kind of a baroque looking uh, front to them that seems to be artificially produced uh, limestone cut to resemble some famous pieces of architecture back on Susquehann. This planet was indeed um, kind of seeded after Susquehann, um, kind of branched out. Um, at first, it was very inhospitable. Um, they they found a way to um, chemically create uh, limestone rocks and make very large uh, seawalls that were that made these large cities safe enough uh, against the storms. On it's a very waterlogged planet, made uh, Ultranius safe enough to to inhabit. Uh, as you guys are passing through the streets here, you see a, a city in in chaos. There are multiple roads that are shut down with SCF guards standing out with weapons in front of them. Um, on a, more than a few corners, you see citizens rallying with signs demanding uh, dozens of things from planetary leadership, and you pass many stores with signs in the window that we all know, uh, out of toilet paper and and other cleaning materials, also food, out of food in some places. Uh, and as your, your transport uh, passes through these streets, uh, you just see multiple instances of what looks like Susquehanna's evacuees kind of putting a strain on um, this city. It's a large city, maybe like 1.3 million or so uh, there in the downtown and the the outer regions. Um, but uh, looks looks a lot fuller these days. Um, you uh, when you get up to the the building here. Um, it is, you know, a, a very uh, a classical looking building, but it has now been fortified military uh, fences and, and wire around the, the edge of it. Uh, you are directed from the, the front desk to go to what looks like um, half of a, a large conference room uh, with a, a flimsy like prefab wall in the middle of it. And in the center of this room, looking understandably very tired, um, is a face that you uh, you haven't seen for for some time uh, since back on Susquehann, that of Commander Najiri. Hooray! Oh yeah, you guys uh, uh, remember this art here? You can see her. Um, this art here on the side is is an example of the metropolis that you're kind of passing by. Um, so we're talking sort of like uh, skyscraper-sized buildings. Are we in a skyscraper? Or are we in sort of a no. squat government building? I, I would say there's probably not too too many like. 
metropolis skyscrapers that that we know them but almost every building might be like 20 stories or something along those lines so they're right. they are tall so uh, like a high rise but not a skyscraper yeah yeah, 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 yeah. got it yeah, um sure. it looks very um you know as, as you um descended from from above looks very mechanically uh, organized kind of like uh, if you've ever been to Washington DC for the most part uh very grid like um in its design um okay i don't know I, I believe some of your characters have maybe been to the planet before i think we talked about uh Tyler your character ha- having worked here um but it is uh i think it might have the feel of a like an outpost city kind of far out there but it is um is very very new feeling uh, yeah. So when when you get to um, this 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 room, Commander Najiri welcomes you inside and uh, and says, "I'm I'm glad you could join us here and new Graka recruits." She snaps a salute to you and says, uh, "Your resourcefulness and, and quick thinking saved the lives of those final evacuees, but the war is not over. The government of Ultranius has declared a planet-wide state of emergency in anticipation of potential swarm assaults." and the SDF is working with local governments to fortify cities across the continent as best we can. But before I give you an extra assignment, I would like to hear from you firsthand uh, about your, your final mission on, on Susculin and, and subsequent events that have led you here. Where's Michael Pena? <laughs> First we did this, and then we did this. Well, we we uh, do so, have a tremendous amount of Sprout stories that we could play her. Yeah, <laughs> so, so yeah, Sprout's just like, like says up all of his logs. And, and highlights the fact that Xantos Lochwort needs to be arrested for mutiny. Jeez. <laughs> Are we just going to play the last, like, eight logs uh, <laughs> yes. in, in the episode right now? To punctuate the, the to help punctuate the, uh, you know, sad discovery of the loss of the squad that came before us, I think Devasha would hand over the ident tags that he collected at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems as fitting any just as, as proof of that you know we 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 did locate the squad and uh you know there was only the one survivor uh, did he she, make it to, did he make it to the planet theoretically who oh, uh, 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 yeah. yeah um she can you know she updates the the ident tags from mia to kia unfortunately uh as she does she she looks him up and says uh uh, yes, he he is resting in a, uh, a medical hospital. It seems here, um, but he indeed did make it off. Um, looks like on one of the, the last boats. Unfortunately, do, do you know what was wrong with him? His uh, his noggin didn't seem to be all there. I don't have access to that information, but um, she can like jot down the address if you guys do want to, you know, pay him a visit. Okay, I'll grow some flowers. To military, <laughs> you'll grow some flowers. You're, are you gonna uh, I mean, change a, into I, a flower? Rack slides could probably do that, right? So, I mean, on your head, you have like two. I've got like a puddle on the head, but I, I'm assuming I can like do something to that effect. <laughs> you're not Groot, and you never will. I, 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 I could be. The language on the the rack slide page does not say we can't. That's not how the classes work. <laughs> That's how it works to me. Classes or uh, races. Oh boy. <clears throat> um, right. So if you're updating her on, um, you know, getting Zelen on out and things like that, or along with the rest of the evacuees, um, and you explain about <laughs> Xanto Sprouts, uh, she's like, "I'm." Oh, I'm, he does in in great detail. <laughs> uh, I am glad you were able to complete your mission. Um, uh, I'm told the priest Zelenon uh, will be debriefed soon. Um, 
this Xantos character indeed seemed like a pain in the rear end. Uh, he sent a, a civilian complaint to my commanding officer uh, regarding you all, and, and she holds up a like a printed out, very official looking piece of, of stock on SCF letterhead, uh, kind of awkwardly to the side of her desk, and uh, instead of over the middle to hand to you <laughs> to read, and she just lets it fall into a shredder, and there's a, a bright blue glow as it is so uh, atomized. Sprouse just kind of laughs at that. Oh no, my fingers slipped. I um, we'll have to get that tight back up. But indeed, that that Lurchward character had a number of things to say about you, Marlowe. None of them good. Seems like you might have rubbed him the wrong way. Likewise, and he was likely just jealous about my captain's chair. Honestly, he's no better than the swarm himself, and you might want to shoot him out of an airlock as soon as possible. <laughs> um. <laughs> He's Ooh. no than a mindless killing swarm of bugs. Well, what is important is you didn't do that on board the ship in front of the other civilians. I, in fact, got a phone call this morning from uh, Councilwoman um, Gishi, and uh, she had very positive things to say about uh, your travels here. Well, we're professionals, and that's what we came to do. You didn't lose your cool, which is why I am... Um, uh, happy that you made it to Ultranius. I, I have need of, of soldiers uh, with your experience. Um, anyway, re- regardless of, of what he felt was the right call, uh, he was not military and does not understand we don't have the, the luxury of lamenting every wrong decision that we make. Uh, you all have indeed, I'm sure, made some errors, but it doesn't mean you can give up control of a ship full of evacuees to some BBRC shill. Amen. <laughs> Awkward. Anyway, d- diplomacy is the name of the game here on Ultranius. The city's population uh, of New Graca tripled in about 72 hours. It's growing by the day. Uh, we still have some of the, the larger civilian ships in orbit waiting for clearance, waiting to, to clear quarantine. Devasho, Devasho, your, your husband, is still aboard one of the ambassador ships, I believe. I've been assured your family is fine, but as I said, this military operation is is now completely different midnight squad we're we're moving from an unwinnable war against the swarm to a vitally important humanitarian mission here on Ultranius. um these people are out there in the streets they they are not the enemy um, I, I need to reiterate that uh, you have to treat them with as much care as you delivered the rest of the evacuees from Susklin. Uh, food's in short supply, and, and people are testing the framework of living under martial law. Um, she'll uh, hand you, like, some intel to, like, go over about, you know, statistics and, and things of uh, what's been happening in the, the days since ships started arriving. It's been a very busy week here while you guys have been traveling. Um, she says, uh, uh, Ultranius has a, a fleet of, of drones uh, as well as robotic security robots that it uses for um, a lot of its policing as well as matters like crowd control. But uh, we need people with hands-on experience to take over some more of the delicate matters here on the ground. Now that I know I can trust you with just about any mission, uh, well, expect to muster out at any moment. Um, before you do that, we, uh, well, obviously we have a great deal of catch-up we have to do, official stuff. Uh, she stands up uh, straight on her um, cybernetic leg, seems very sturdy on it now. 
uh, and takes kind of a, a ceremonial air and uh, reads from her, her data pad and says, In recognition of your bravery in the face of overwhelming odds and certain danger, the Susculan Defense Force awards each of you the Radiant Star Medal of Courage. She grabs a wooden box from her desks and opens it to reveal um, five glowing medallions. And uh, she goes down the line and, and pins them on you um, and then goes back to her desk and sits down and says, I'm sorry, there isn't more uh, pomp involved, but we, we don't have the luxury for uh, a parade at, the, at this time, nor the resources. Um, in addition to, to the, the medallion, uh, each of you has been promoted to an equivalent pay grade of that of a lieutenant, uh, as well as to account for active combat pay. Uh, Sprouts, I'm happy to say you are officially promoted to private first class. And Trest, I had a look at your your records. Um, Now that you are under my command, I have impunity to make decisions like this, and I have decided to expunge your prior infraction, which means you uh, now have returned to you uh, your prior rank, and I award you the rank of sergeant officially. Whoa. Commander, I will I will lead them uh, as best I can. Well, Wait, sure is that you do? Is lieutenant higher or, or less than sergeant? Oh my, you've been in the military for some time. Oh boy, it's been a long time though since I've looked at the old books. Uh oh, <laughs> I don't think it's been that long. Can it, Captain? Uh, yeah, so you you guys have like the pay of uh, of a higher class, um, but uh, I believe sergeants, privates, and PFCs are, are all all in your squad right now. Um, she explains this is kind of like a, a special squad now, um, and says uh, the all of you though will report to me, um, but for times when you are unable to make contact, uh, Tress will have the final say in any matter outside of a starships captain uh do i make myself clear crystal yes yes commander trust i am indeed counting on you to make sure the rest of these privates are held to sdf standards as uh, you have been in the dirt the longest uh, midnight squad was your former call sign but if you want to rename yourself here on altranius then be my guest um but as I said, you'll, you'll see people reporting to me and are considered uh, outside the normal battalion structure uh, as a special squad performing whatever unique duties that I see fit. Do I make myself clear? Yes, Commander. Uh, Commander, also, what, mm-hmm. Commander, what do you see our first mission as uh, being? Are we to start right away? Well, yes, I'm, <laughs> I am managing uh, about... 20 other squads, so I am handing out duties as I see fit, but as I said, those that I think might require more diplomacy, uh, I will be sending your way. Um, But for the time being, you can check in with the uh, duty officer uh, right at the the front, and you can take up guard duty for for headquarters here. I believe you got a good night's rest, so uh, I will call you back as soon as something comes up. But uh, but before that, um, you do have a requirement, I believe. Um, I have updated your SDF equipment account, and you all seem to be much overdue for a resupply and a gear upgrade. Um, if you recall um, from Gallant, uh, Quartermaster Jenkser, uh, well, she has commandeered the basement of City Hall as our new weapons depot. So get yourself re-equipped, and be ready for my call. Um, unless you have any other questions, you are dismissed. 
I have one quick question. Tabash. I is there any way that soon I may be awarded some leave so I may go see my family on the ambassadorship? I myself don't have a significant other in the ambassador's offices, so I couldn't tell you if you have the ability to pull any strings with that. But as it stands, from my point of view, we are all still on active duty in a war, Private. Uh, For the time being, your skills are required here on the ground. Um, That being said, uh, we are rotating out our our frontline squads uh, to get R&R, and uh, what you do in that time is up to you. Thank you, Commander. She'll, like, you know, show you a schedule of, you know, rotating out people for, like, a day off, basically, um, that they're they're developing here. Um, They're still, and she explains this, um, getting a a full grasp of how many people were lost, uh, soldiers as well as civilians. So it is a a, a number and a schedule that is going to be changing daily. Uh, Sprouts ends up speaking up and mm-hmm. uh, he asks, uh, Commander, hmm. what's the position of the swarm right now? Are they following us here? They seem to be parked around Suskelin. Uh, we are, of course, keeping abreast of the situation, but for the most part, uh, we imagine it'll only be a, a matter of time unless they are, are spending it uh, stripping Suskelin and then move off. it They have left other planets alone in the same system before, but as I said, it is, it is up to whatever whim brought them to Suskelin in the first place. There are a, a great deal less resources outside of salt water here on Ultranius for them to devour, but uh, if I knew that, then I would probably be a lot higher rank in the SCF than just Commander. Well, thanks anyway. Um, yeah, so she'll dismiss you all and um, allow you to uh, make your way downstairs um, to find the Asogi uh, Jenkser in the, the basement. And as you descend the steps and open up a few doors, you hear a loud bang <laughs> uh, of weapons fire and and uh, see her coming out of a room marked uh, firing range holding out like a huge hand cannon about the size of, uh, of her head um, and a, uh, a sheet of uh, polyfiber Kevlar with um, uh, like a, a, a swarm silhouette on it uh, <laughs> firing sheet um, she takes off her earmuffs as she sees you you walking into into her uh, weapons depot and says, well, hey, it's the 5th Battalion. You all made it off of Suskelin alive. Uh, well, I know the one uh, private Hesselman who owes me 20 credits. Uh, great job, you all. Um, let's keep that living streak going. You you got some some ROs, some request orders for me? I, I got a full set uh, up here. I got a full set up here, including a, a Techno Magic printer, machine fabricator, all the rest. What are you all looking for? Uh, you guys get uh, 2,000 credits, which we talked about between episodes, with which to to buy some gear. Um, did anybody have anything crazy? Cha- character changing? <laughs> character changing? No. Uh, I mean, not too crazy. Sprouts is going to get a personal upgrade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is, anyone, is anyone not getting a personal upgrade? Yeah, I'm getting one. That. I think we're all getting personal upgrades yeah, right? if we didn't have one already. <laughs> like everybody's part of the club. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the P um, club. Um, th- there's there's time to do this. Jenkster says, you know, uh, we we've got uh, uh, a, a couple seats in the other room. Just a, a few medical students here on on Ultranius that can assist with any augmentations or personal upgrades you want to make. Uh, they'll juice you up faster than a 
uh, a rat hot rod and stronger than a, a roided out dragon can. What about weapon fusions? I can do those myself. I've, I've got the uh, the ability to print them, install them for you. Javasha maybe pulls the crystal, his uh, Solarian crystal out of his moat and uh, it's like, if you could kindly put a opportunistic fu- uh, fusion on my crystal, I would be most appreciated. I imagine it's like black and, 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 and dark and cracked and things like as soon as you pull it out of your moat and she like grabs it with a, a couple fingers, uh, glove fingers and says, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> That's no problem. Uh, Zinni is in the market for a Thunderstrike pistol. Ooh. Yeah. A lady with good taste. I have one of those ready. Is that level three? Uh, Thunderstrike? Four? Oh, yeah, level no. four. She'll, she'll have that. Anyone else? Anything else fun? Um, yeah, so anything that uh, is wacky, she'll she'll put in the request order for, and says she can have it for you in a few hours. She's she's got some like privates working under her as well, so she can get stuff prepped very easily. If you guys are all going in for for augmentations, uh, personal upgrades, and things like that, uh, we, we, we should talk about them. We, we we've talked about them briefly on the show before, but they are your your stat boosts from. Uh, uh, things you can buy, basically. Uh, you get yeah. those those boosts at uh, every fifth level, but uh, these you can you get three of them, if memory serves. Um, one of each level, so there's a plus two, a plus four, and a plus six. Um, these ones that you guys are getting are plus two, and they could be a couple different things. I believe they could be like technology based. Uh, they could be like primarily magic based yeah. or biological. Um, so like that might be just getting another heart <laughs> like installed or like a, like a, uh, an encasing around your current heart to, to beef up your fortitude, something along those lines. I can't have anything more, any more things done with Devasho's heart. It's already necrotic. I can't just start shoving in more things. Well, I, in I Echo say, 7 something, something, Tin Man, something, something. Well, I was about to say, you can have uh, any of them, but have you guys given a thought to uh, which kinds uh, your character would be going for? Uh, Sprouts is definitely going for Dex. Yeah, but a word, as, as I said, biological magical or like a technological uh, upgrade do you, do, you, do you see him lean in any one way um, probably a biological since yeah he's more in tune to the you know biomes i guess of, of things yeah. i think, I think the boss definitely lean magical because that's mm-hmm. just like it's an ability crystal he's got a solar yeah. he has a moat he has a solarian crystal i think the ability crystal the magical aspect of it would appeal to him zinnia as both a scientist and a strix um, is a little uh, leery of magic, so would go for the technological without a doubt. Yeah, and you're you're getting an, an int boost. Uh, I think I'm actually going to go for dex. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'd be something along the lines of um, you can still like have that installed in your your brain or on your like your brainstem, and that's something to give you like faster reflexes. And um, uh, normally there's that that slight delay of your your thoughts moving your arms and things like that and this is like cutting that down yeah uh, it is i think in a in some other version of this game there was a uh, there was a thing called like a wire jack tendon so maybe like your your, yeah. your 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 tendons are getting replaced with like upgrades or something so you can, like, what about uh 
Echo 7? And of course, going technological. Basically in a suit of armor anyway, so it makes sense just to swap out some chipsets, upgrade some processors, co-processors, mm. movement functions, and... Yeah, I mean, you can straight up mess with things that are in your head, right? <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe uh, like one of the engineers comes over to, to help you install it, and you're like, I got this! Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Trest, I don't want to assume you're going magical, but I mean, honestly, I feel I feel like I would probably go hybrid. Mm. That seems like it. Although I don't want to be like I go to the nearest store and find a bug and stick it in my ear, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! It wasn't. All of a sudden, I can understand every language. What's this is wrong? Right. It's it's like that's that's the way that a a lot of the hybrid items sort of get described. It's like oh, we stole a gland from this animal, and now we're just going to squish it on in there. (laughs) (laughs) The shopkeeper's like, "Wait, did you say personal upgrade or tapeworm?" <laughs> yeah, it's probably fine. Yeah, either way. Uh, right. So you guys were wow. I, I, I didn't know everyone was boosting. Everyone was getting juiced up. But uh, uh, that that it's high time. You guys went through like almost all of book one and and all the shenanigans on the ship with like pretty basic gear. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but uh, I'm happy to say you you grow in a little bit. Um, Take a look at these character sheets, and yeah, it looks like everyone's just about. Um, did anyone take anything besides strength or dex? Uh, I took wisdom. Oh well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So you get some some more potential skills in the uh, spells in the, in the future. Yeah, and uh, also I just oh boy, I really really was hurting for those resolve points. So <laughs> oh, right. loving that extra resolve right now. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, you'll get another one next level. Is that a yeah level four? Thing? Yeah, yeah. All right. Good, 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 good. Um, right. So after you guys take your time to upgrade, um, you get sent on patrol just around the the perimeter of, of city hall. Um, maybe for like a a six hour shift or something along those lines. Uh, it's a couple of city blocks that have been fortified with concrete dividers and some some like conning towers, uh, barbed wire, 10 foot tall fences, and is indeed now just a, a military base of operations. Um, in the, the guard stations on, on all the, the corners and entrances, you see SDF troopers, uh, much like yourself, as well as what looks like uh, uh, Graca militia, uh, blue jacketed soldiers uh, that, uh, that make up maybe a quarter of the forces here. Uh, it's a, a pretty quiet couple of hours um, though you do sense there is a lot of unrest in the city, maybe like a quarter of a mile away, you hear uh, chanting, like a protest, um, police sirens, emergency technicians, like maybe every 15, 20 minutes racing to, to something else. And you can sense, smell it in the air and see wisps of smoke in the distance, what seems to be a, a raging inferno on the other side of town. But where you are, this side of town seems to be extremely fortified, like City Hall. So it's very secure. It's very, very quiet um, patrolling this this building. Uh, it's during this time, though, that um, Devasha, you are you're called back inside to a a landline, believe it or not, like a direct comm unit to a um, attached to a computer, uh, and you have received a call from your husband. Finally, uh, Devon, uh, very very excited. Yeah, it is a live call via satellite, and uh, he says, uh, 
Dava, it's, it's good to hear your voice. It is good to hear yours. I was lucky enough that the commander knew of your safety when I first arrived, so I was happy to hear of your well-being. Yes, Najiri, I, I might have called every couple of hours um, in the last few days. Um, checking in on the lists. Uh, well, I, I just wanted you to know we are fine. We, we've obviously made it out of Suskeland just fine um, with the, the ambassadorship. Uh, the children here, <laughs> I've enrolled most of them in what they're calling a, a camp with, with some of the other dignitaries and counterpersons, children's. Um, I have something very serious to talk to you uh, about Devasho. Uh, I've volunteered to oversee a game night here on the ship, and I'm very sorry to report that we are raising a crowd of sore losers in our house. <laughs> Tavasho uh, chuckles and he's like, they would not all be sore losers if you maybe did not go all out on them with every game that we played. I'm I'm not joking around here. I'm happy to to know that you are, are well and you're 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 safe. Um but do you allow them to beat you at every game that you play? Um they complain that I am indeed a lot more difficult to beat than you. Uh, I I mean I am sure it is just that your skill level is much higher than mine. Uh, I don't I, I have no idea I, that I would ever let them win. Are no. are you feeling okay, Devasho? You're not looking very well. Are are you getting enough to eat? Yes, well, I suppose since we are speaking of things that are not good, there are things that are not good, and it is not has nothing to do with the war effort or the escape, but rather there is something going on with my Solarian abilities that I I do not understand. I, I am not sleeping well, and if I am to be honest with you, which I always am, it's, I, I feel my body changing, and to be honest, I, I do not think it is for the good. It is difficult to understand right now. You have seemed to have lost a great deal of mass. Is there an SCF doctor that you can speak to? Someone you can uh, perhaps check in to hospital for some time? I've had a few doctors already look at me, and even one of my compatriots is a trained mystic. I mean, when it comes to vitals, I am as healthy as I have ever been. But there is something else eating at me. Something that is something that is magical in nature and nothing I've ever encountered before. We have excellent doctors here aboard the ambassador's ships. Um, I, I will be consulting with them, but uh, in in the meantime, before we can get you up here, I, I wanted to let you know I do get daily updates um, through the government infosphere, and if you all need anything that I can help provide, let me know. I um, I want to bring the kids down. I want to settle, but there are, are warnings daily now that Nukraka is is too dangerous. Um, have Have you seen anything? What What is your opinion on the ground? There is a tense air that prevails the streets. It is obvious that resources are scarce, and I fear that soon there will be fighting over those scant resources. If the population continues to swell, I think my commander Najiri she mentioned that the population has tripled. I cannot imagine that that number, will, I can only imagine that number will continue to rise and that fear will continue to propagate those who are not ready to handle this situation. Mm. Najiri has many squads under her command, but I think she has a, a good head on her shoulders. Agreed. Uh, I, I have to go. They they limit our time here on the direct link up to the to the ground, but I'm happy you are, are safe. Um, if, you, if you have any time to record messages, I can share them with, with each of the kids 
I will uh, be sure to record some special personalized messages that you can play, and if something comes up here on the ground that I think you could assist with, I will be sure to send it your way. Stay safe, Dava, and, and keep your squad safe. Uh, I love you, and I cannot wait to speak with you again, hopefully in person. Tell the kids I miss them. I love you as well, and please, please stay. Stay safe and away from the planet, if possible. Farewell. It clicks off, and uh, as soon as you get back out to uh, the rest of your squad, and you guys are, like, kicking dirt, walking around the uh, the rest of the, the facility here, uh, you do get called back in, all of you, to the building um, as there's a... a an incoming comm call from Nigeria requesting you to meet her in another building uh, or section of the building uh, that uh, as soon as you get there um, kind of taped on the front it uh, reads war room uh, and as you enter you see maybe half a dozen uh, technicians at different computer terminals speaking into comms kind of directing troop movements uh, Commander Nigeri uh, very spry on that new leg now kind of walks over to you and, and brings you towards the back where there's a, a large holographic projector uh, in the center of the room. Um, high-tech stuff like in the ceiling that you guys can just like walk through the, the holograms. She kind of taps on her, her data pad and you all see what looks like a, a recreation of uh, um, a, an aerial view from a, a drone feed uh, kind of like made 3D like you know a, a Google Maps kind of like makes a, a static image pop and you see what it looks like um in a, a like on a, a city block between a, a few buildings um, a, a large uh, kind of boxy looking um industrial park and uh commander Nigeri says uh, uh this is the water collection facility uh about 30 or so blocks from here filters in the briny rainwater processes it for energy potable supplies um i got an alarm um forwarded to me from city engineers that two hours ago it looked like the emergency alarms were tripped as the primary tunnels connecting the plant have become clogged because she kind of zooms in on this feed and you see like water rushing out one of uh, these sets of stairs on what looks like a a huge like 50 foot wide um rain collecting funnel uh, typically, they have service crews that could handle this kind of thing, but the city's engineers are tied up, throwing up the shelters for Susquehanna evacuees, and I have upgraded the site as it has been deemed a security risk because of uh, she's cut off as the feed from the drone kind of goes haywire, uh, spinning and shaking until it's clear it's not under its own control. And you see in this live feed, like white feathers and a, a large yellow beak before it gets like cut out because of the Muadas, local pests uh, of the coastline, and they breed aggressively and kill to protect their territory. Um, they're also known to steal small objects right off of a soldier's kit. These birds are very dangerous, so don't think twice about taking one down. Bzinia, I would advise against taking flight near them as they are known to swarm. Um, if you make yourself a large target, the rest of your squad is, is on the ground. But your, your first mission, I need you all to hike out to the water treatment facility. See if you can tell what's happening out there. See if you can get this thing back online or if we need to secure the site and wait for repair squad to, to get freed up. Any questions? What are the birds called? Muatas. M-U-O-T-T-A-S. Or a muata. Yeah, muata be kidding me. Oh, boy. 
Um, any any real questions? I, I guess for her, not, not for me. Uh, are we sure that it's just Moadas that are going to be there, or is there potentially something not. else that? I'm not sure of anything here. It's war. Yeah. In um, lack of of knowledge is is what we put boots on the ground for, and why I'm sending you out there. What do we know? specifically about the Mawadas before we head out there. I know that they, the things that you just said, but do we, if they're local pests, surely there is more information about how they nest, how things they're afraid of that normally scare them off, things that cause them to gather, anything like that, Mm -hmm. that we can, that we can find out before we head out. Um, I mean, she doesn't have a lot of information in front of her, but if you guys want to try and access a computer terminal, um, there is full infosphere uh, capabilities here if you want to search for some information um, uh, Xenia if you want to make a life science and just see what you might know off off the top of your head you can yeah yeah. I was going to say Xenia would probably like to take 20 if that's an option to to uh, look up some stuff about these things but I'll do a life science check you, you can if you have access to that info infosphere um, take 20 because okay. you don't you do not know <laughs> you've rolled a, a three on the, the dice uh, you've heard there's all kind of interesting uh, creatures maybe here on Trainus, but you've not got a chance to see any of them uh, firsthand. Um, looking it up, it <laughs> uh, they are indeed um, pretty crazy pests. Let me get you, uh, get you a picture of these guys because pictures worth a thousand words. Nice. Yeah, this actually tracks because birds aren't really, despite the fact that she's a Strix, aren't really her uh, specialty, if you will. This looks like a Pokemon you do not want to mess with. <laughs> here's here's the. It, it honestly does. <laughs> it honestly looks like yeah. a certain Pokemon. <laughs> Four winged and it has like this razor kind of hooked looking bill. It, and it, so like, it also it looks like it says mine, mine, mine. <laughs> uh, so the one thing that's so, like sort of missing from this picture is the scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have yeah. any pictures of these next to a person? Uh, yeah, I mean they're they're big. They they um, you see. You know, some that are um, like a, as small as hawks, you know, so maybe like uh, three or four foot wingspan. And then there's there's some that are like much more uh, kind of like full breasted and have like these longer plumages on their tails. And you mm-hmm. see like one of them uh, next to some of these smaller muatos like stretch its wings and it's like six, seven foot wide. So uh, mm-hmm. it looks like most of them are indeed the small size in, in Starfinder. So, got it. Yeah. Like four a, four like wings. Dog. Four wings, which I think is interesting because it's such a sci-fi thing to have like, oh, it's like what you've known, but something is doubled. Yeah. <laughs> Tasha has a question for it. At, at least it's not like an odd number of wings. Like, that would bother me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like three over here and two over here. It'd fly in a circle. You know? <laughs> right. What exactly. was that, Tyler? Uh, Tasha has a question for the commander. Uh, yeah. Uh, what are the potential short-term short-term consequences of this uh, treatment facility having such a large leak? I mean, I don't have to tell you that we have more mouths to feed than this city ever has before. And while many supply ships were able to make it off Susquehann from the LIA and, and other companies, um, Susquehann was the breadbasket of this system. The supply of of water that this city is um, able to to sit on at one time will not last um, more than a month. Uh, so these these uh, uh, there's several sites uh, along the city that collect rainwater, and um, 
and process it. Uh, they need to be operational 24-7. If you guys don't have any other questions, uh, she'll um, she'll say, you know, move out. It, it will be like an hour or so march to get there. So let's make the enforced march rules. You've been marching all, all afternoon. Ah! <laughs> I'm just uh, you, you guys. Hold on, have, hold on. I do huh? have a question, not necessarily for her, but for you, just to recap. So yeah. our mission here is to find the cause of the clog, not to fix it or... Well, both if you can. Uh, if, if possible, okay. Yeah, if, if it's something outside your would we have purview, she wants you to secure. Right, if it would take like a backhoe to do it, like we don't have to like, yeah, if we could a backhoe. Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, would we have time to swing by and maybe grab some special supplies uh, before we march out? Uh, like just downstairs to Jenks yeah. or something she would have. Yeah. And in the time you guys have been on guard duty, um, whatever you've ordered, uh, created from her, she'll have for you. So I'm not going to worry about it right now, but I'm definitely going to probably go through the equipment list and see if there's anything that might, you know, assist with patching walls or, you know, like mm-hmm. fixing, you know, th- fixing well-known objects that are like in that facility that we might need to have on hand if um, you want to to help uh, with um engineering uh which would probably be the the skill required you can get an engineer's toolkit um okay. pick one of those up they're fairly are fairly cheap i believe like maybe 100 credits okay um, um if yeah, they have scarecrows or i'm sorry scare wakas scare scare muada engineering yeah. kit is only 20 okay yeah so probably 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 pick up one of those and you buy all the engineering kits from I mean according to my according to the loot table because I bought one at the beginning of the campaign and spent right. 20 credits on it yeah I know there's I know there are some uh there's like some paste or there's some kind of substance that has like a very specific function in terms of like putting something but I'll have to look through some equipment stuff and see if it's even okay it, it, it's probably not just like a crack in a single thing if like this huge facility is sure. flooding somewhat but no. Um, I mean, that's something if if is needed, you can come back and get. That's <laughs> true. Um, but yeah, you guys are able to muster out, and as as you're watching, kind of the the scenery um, fall behind you, uh, walking through the city, um, you're heading towards the seawall, towards the ocean, um, and you pass by the building about halfway through your trip that ignited. Uh, what seems like earlier that morning um, and is now just a, a burnt and smoldering kind of uh, steel frame. Uh, it seemed to be a, a large tenement building because you see a um, hundred or so very tired looking civilians covered in, in soot along with officials and, and security personnel kind of marching through um, this disaster scene. And for the, the rest of your march, um, only other thing of note is what looks like a lot of uh, new Gracken citizens here in the city kind of giving you dirty looks. Um, there are some that when they see you marching, they a massive trox and uh, <laughs> uh, maybe a, a flying strix overhead. Uh, they quickly cross to the other side of the, the street, uh, clearing the way for you. Um, but besides that, it's a lot of the same that you saw coming into the city. It looks like indeed um, under martial law, um, People were like being stopped and kind of asked what their business is being outside. Uh, there are there are some protests that you see, but it's it's not too long that um, it gets to maybe a, a quieter like industrial side of the city uh, where you come to the area marked on your maps, uh, a fenced off 
uh, industrial park uh, centered around what looks like a, a large funnel of, of plastic and ceramic uh, serving as the rain collection point for the um, the city's water purification system. Um, the top of the funnel is about 50 foot in diameter, narrowing down to about 10 foot at ground level. And um, you see it kind of connecting to a whole bunch of pipes there that go underground. Um, the open end is 30 feet above ground, and there's a couple of stair crate staircases uh, providing access to what looks like a, a maintenance catwalk, like a walkway around the edge. Um, the walkway leads to there's a, a like a square control platform with some what looks like as you're staring at it from beyond the fence, a lot of trash piled up in this area. So it, it is open air um, with a, a small covering on it. But um, you see, indeed, what looks like uh, things that might wash up on the beach, uh, along with plastic uh, trash and, and things in that, that little room. It seems like the reservoir is full, as uh, there is indeed water spilling out over the southern staircase forming a huge puddle and uh i'm just gonna take us to the map and now you guys can see what i'm explaining um in the the northern side here where um you see these three areas these are kind of like open air um storage pavilions they are empty it seems like maybe they they held uh there's like some pallets and things plastic crates but it looks like whatever they held like equipment wise has been moved out of here and uh, they're open on all sides, but they're they're covered from the elements from above. Um, so that is that is the map. That is what you guys see. Uh, you basically um, enter from any side of this map. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Well, um, since uh, Trust is technically our crown leader, I think he should decide. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let's take a look at these. Um, let's take a look at these uh, open air pavilion storage <laughs> silo things. Um, so coming just, in uh, from that side? Sure, yeah. I mean, uh, I suppose I'm just looking really to see if there's a, uh, I don't know, a thing stapled to the sign that says what they're supposed to be. Or like a stamp on it somewhere <laughs> that says what this what should be contained inside of this. Um, you find like maybe like one or two pieces of, of leftover equipment, but it seems like a great deal of um, uh, pipes and like other fittings and things for... Uh, the the technical work that they they do here. Um, I see. Uh, you reckon it's probably been cleared out because from what Najiri explains, um, just about like every single technical crew <laughs> in the city is now like on an undeveloped side of of town building. Um, yeah, building up the infrastructure housing. over there. Yeah, yeah. Bu- building massive evacuee housing. Um, uh, so like maybe there was like uh, 500 yards of uh, plumbing and, and tubing here that was just like gathered up in in a in a haste and yeah mm-hmm. they're they're mainly empty now. Um, okay, I see. Uh, why, why doesn't everyone place yourself on the maps and go ahead and give me a perception check? I'll see, tell you what else you see here. Hey, oh wait, that was Zinnia's roll. I was almost proud of my of Devasho for a second, <laughs> a split second. You <laughs> uh, did roll bad. What's I didn't. The light level here. Um, I imagine it's still midday um, okay. since uh, it came down. Get me smaller again. I gotcha. So Echo 7 with a natural 20 perception check for a 25. Ooh. Ooh, good. I think that is the highest amongst y'all. Um. <laughs> we didn't mention it, but... Uh, so oh, our- oh, oh, not natural 20, but 26. <laughs> Ooh, goodness. Uh, 
a, a very fun thing happened when Drew and I was uh, streaming. I changed our uh, our subscription notification uh, to be the cosmic crit, the the net, the crit sound drop that we that we have now. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Anytime somebody subs on cosmic crit account, we hear, we get to hear that sub drop. It's it's enjoyable. Uh, maybe it's just the vantage point uh, sprouts on top of Echo Seven. Both of you see. <laughs> indeed inside this uh the square offshoots up the the steps about halfway up the the collection thing um uh just very slight uh kind of movement in what looks like a, that huge rat's nest of trash you see the what looks like all at once the a host of of wings kind of flapping making their way out beyond the the catwalk around the the funnel indeed you see two squat looking Muatos taking off from the the center of the facility out into the air with a, a larger third one uh, behind them, kind of s- sticking in that room. Um, but yeah, four wings flapping, and we are in initiative turn order. Hey, uh, with uh, with the sprouts and Echo Seven, you get to make a move in the surprise round. Mover action. Ooh. I really need to take improved initiative at some point. <laughs> So these are unintelligent pest creatures, right? They're just critters. Lowlands, but I think they have intelligence. Yes. Yeah, I mean they're 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 smart birds, but they're they're not uh, they're not gonna have a conversation <laughs> with you. They're uh, they're not studying uh, for their exams. They're just like caca, you know. <laughs> no, they're 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 give me your hot pretzel right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are they give me your hot pretzel right now? Or are they caca? Which means that they want your hot pretzel. True. <laughs> um, well, if, if you speak their language, they're like giving your hot pretzel, I'm sure. <laughs> well, if they have a language, that implies a set all we're le- All we're learning is that Echo 7 brought a lot of hot pretzels, and he's really worried. Right <laughs> <laughs> Zinnia, do they want my hot pretzels or what? <laughs> my internal composition is 76% hot pretzel. Oh, <laughs> I'm all pretzel. <laughs> uh, Burns well, my only weakness. I've rolled very low, um, but in this um, surprise round, you both have an action. What would you like to do? Uh, first, it is Echo Seven. Uh, I should shoot these things, right? Well, I mean, right now they're just like flying out of what looks like a, a roost. It's up to you. Hmm. Should I shoot them or should I throw a grenade into the roost? Oh boy. Or is that just gonna stir up more? Yeah, piss all of them off at one time. Let's see what the, <laughs> how the hell that turns out. <laughs> I think I'm going to aim for the big one. Uh, wh- which one is that? Uh, well, you said there were two smaller ones flanked by a big one. Yeah, the big one seems to be uh, not exiting this uh, this area in the the center of the map, this kind of square area. Uh, so ah, you can okay. barely see them inside there. You definitely don't have a, a shot. Um, you might just see like a flap of a, a very large wing. All right. Well, I'm going to take my heel cannon and I'm going to shoot this one on the east. Okay, you can try. You can certainly try, Drew. How, fly, how high up do they seem to be flying? Um, right now, they're about 40 feet up. Oh, okay, I might not be able to hit these things at all. Um, yeah, no, you're, you're, you're about 20 feet away, so... All right. Uh, Echo 7, we're going to take a little walk, and we're going to move over here to try to get kind of a better vantage point of what might be going on. Okay. inside this area still can't see in there you know mind you that that um, the square kind of control room is about 30 feet up up these uh 
these stairs stairs. around the ring. Um, But uh, yeah, you get a a little better view of of the birds coming off the catwalk. Um, Sprouts, a move or standard action? Well, since I'm on top of Echo, Mm -hmm. I'm going to shoot at the closest bird to me. Okay. What's the range on your pistol? I believe it's is it fifty feet? What, what pistol you got? Yo, you got the, um, the static. Static arc, uh, right? I need to check on that. Well, you can make your roll, and we'll see. We'll see how close. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's a, that's a good point. <laughs> it might not even matter. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. What'd you get? Uh, failed the trick and rolled ten on the attack. Oh yeah, it, it definitely wow. doesn't matter because that shot goes wide. <laughs> Uh, unable to target. Uh, so you, uh, ow, you wouldn't be able to trick this round anyway because it's just a, a standard or a uh, oh, move. Oh, right, but right, right. that ten is All obvious. Right. Uh, but you get another chance very soon as we're starting the first full turn here, but not not uh, faster than Zinnia, who is at the top. What did you roll on initiative here? An eighteen on Nish plus seven. Uh, what you got, Rebecca? All right. Uh. Is it necessary to uh, roll life science to identify these things, considering we were just told what we were looking at? Uh, yeah, for the purposes of uh, of getting a boost, you will have to roll. But like I said, uh, when, when you've already got something identified, is going to be a very simple roll. So okay. I think you might have it even at this point with a one, but let's just double check. But give me that roll. Can we try to get one more piece of information from it? Woo. Like uh, 27. Yeah, I was about to say, now now that you we're full on here, I can give you, uh, oh boy, uh, like three or four pieces of information. Um, uh, you've gleaned a good deal from just maybe watching some some quick nature documentaries about these <laughs> these things. Um, they indeed are very dangerous with their their talents. Um, they are are razor sharp and uh, and can come in uh, very fast in a, a special ability called dive bomb, which basically allows them to just fly right down and and uh, claw at people and, and fly off in, in a very fast um, uh, aerial attack. But also a, a good deal of this documentary that you watched is about them being pickpockets, basically. Pilfering your hot pretzels as well as uh, most any shiny object that can off of people and taking it back to, to nests um, to, um, uh, to to make their roost. Um, any other piece of information you want? I, I I will tell you that is their main special ability. Their only real special ability. So right. you mentioned before uh, that uh, Nigiri warned Zinnia not to fly because mm-hmm. they have a tendency to swarm. Is there is there an ability attached to that? Like, do I know more information about why she would give me that advice? No, just territorial. They, uh, well, I'll tell you if you start flying up like to melee them, they're gonna only attack you. <laughs> what if I kept my distance, though? Well, I, I, if you want to roll those dice literally, then then go right <laughs> ahead. Uh, that's uh, that's life science uh, game master, and you'll never be able to hit that DC. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a xenobiology uh, experiment. <laughs> I'm human! I know it's not my turn, uh, but by any chance, do you happen to know, could she know if they have any natural predators? Um... Honestly, they are like they're like apex bird predators, 
in this area of, of New Gracca. So there, there, there's not like a bigger bird out there or anything. But there's there's uh, no like there's no like crocodile where like they like they're like seabirds or something. <laughs> they're scared of crocodiles or anything. Oh no, they, they will they will claw that crocodile's eyes out. Okay, um, Rebecca, so this is the great white shark of the skies. Got it. Well, I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, some of them can get up to seven foot uh, wingspans. So these are like condors and eagles. <laughs> they're they're dangerous. Well, like we haven't seen a space crocodile that could chomp that out of the sky in our campaigns so far. Okay, well, n- n- uh, unless you guys want to find inside this uh, this water treatment facility a space crocodile <laughs> next in in our, our fights, uh, there there's nothing in the city <laughs> besides uh, SDF soldiers. Uh, Rebecca, yeah, one more piece of information. Anything you'd like to know? Uh, let's see. Um, can I just know their base stats, like their defensive abilities, or uh, yeah, their AC can... and stuff? Uh, yeah. So, would you like to know their uh, defensive abilities or resistances, or do you just want to know their numbers? I can give you, I can just straight up give you your EAC or KAC if that's something you want. Uh, let me know defensive saves. abilities and resistances if there are uh, any. They indeed have evasion. They are extremely uh, fleet of flight and are uh, like blasted by like 100 mile winds like on the, the coastline and uh have the ability to just shut out the the roaring waves. Uh, they have sonic resistance five. And I just got a thunder strike oh. pistol. What a shame! <laughs> yeah, oh, no. yeah. So, so take that, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> it serves me right. Uh, right. Well, at least I know that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you like to do for your action? Um, knowing that little bit of information, um, I'm going to use my laser pistol um, with a trick attack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm just going to stay on the ground and follow Nigeria's advice and stay with my with my crowd. I'm sorry, did you have your laser pistol out? Mm. I don't know. Did I? Mm. I Probably not. <laughs> you hadn't said it, then I would And say. what's your range on the laser pistol? Because remember, these things are flying 40 feet in the air. 80, um, which is twice what the Thunderstrike is actually, so it's mm. longer range. Um, but yeah, I probably have to pull it out, so um, I guess I can't trick then, but um, I will pull out my laser pistol, and can I not do that while I trick? No, no, it's a, a move action. Uh, there, there are some feats you can take to, to whip out pistols, but uh, I, I would just assume that you're, you'd have your new pistol out. Um, they are about 70 feet away so it's up to you if you wanted to say you'd have your longer range out that's that's fine but um uh regardless you, you do have some distance between between you and these birds at the, the very beginning it looks like you're at the kind of back of the pack i thought we just decided if you had plus one bab you could pull out a weapon with a move action am i wrong about that no you can as a move action so if you want to move and pull that out and just make an attack you can uh, uh but i can't do that attack. with a trick Trick attack is a Trick full a action. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. I guess I'll pull my laser pistol out with this new information. She's bummed because she wanted to use her cool new pistol, but that's now you all right. Both pistols out. You got your your double wielding. Yeah, yeah. Dual wielding. Um. All right. So. Uh. Yeah. And we'll just ignore the trick attack on this. Did you want to move closer or stay back there? No. I'm gonna stay where I am. Okay. Which so it's a 19 on the attack. 
Ooh, that's a hit against EAC. All right, so that's four damage. Okay. Uh, any particular one? There's there's two just right next to each other flying. Yeah, the there. the one closer to uh, uh, Sprouts and uh, Echo. Got it. Uh, they're both like kind of right above these two little guys. But yeah, that is a hit. Uh, let's go back to. Echo Seven and Sprouts, they are once again next. Uh, you're, you're set up with an unobstructed view of them above you, Echo Seven. Sprouts, let's take a walk. And we're going to walk up the steps here. Mm-hmm, uh, moving. taking me? <laughs> so the, this is gonna be uh, a double move to get up these steps. So each one's gonna be about 10 foot. Oh, really? Uh, yes, then, really. Then let's go here, just so I can still make an attack. Okay, so you're about halfway up the steps leading to the catwalk. All right, and I'm going to shoot the closest one now, which is this one to the east. Once again, shoot at it with my hail cannon. Okay, so they're about uh, maybe 15, 20 feet above you, and you're trying to get an, an icy blast off. Make that attack. That's a 24 to hit. Uh, that is a hit. For 10 damage. Nicely done. Blast. Mm. Look at that. Look at that new plus three damage. I'm really, Cold and glad, really glad I got that person upgrade. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one uh, tries to shake off the the blast, but yeah, you, you nearly knock it out of the sky as its uh, its wings are, are frozen over. But uh, a flurry of flaps and and calls come in your direction uh, towards your your Presley body as uh, it, it's still flying. Uh, let's go to our good friend Sprouts next. You're on top of Echo Seven, and uh, you, you still got two two bird targets here. Yeah, so uh, Sprouts is gonna try to follow up on the same bird that Drew was or uh, the Echo was hitting. Mm-hmm. His trick attack. Uh, another fail on the trick, and eleven to hit. 11 against EAC is is going to be a miss. Sorry. I figured as much. <laughs> yeah, we're not too too far off, but uh need better than a 4 or 5 or so two attacks so far. Uh, you sure? I did not roll really well on initiative as these guys did fly out. Uh, so Trest is next. Oh boy. Uh, right behind these guys. Uh, what do you what you got? Um let's see. So with the knowledge that they don't really have too many predators, I gotta think they must like to eat lots of things. So I I channel all the sounds that I can imagine of squeaky little Brenari or little little muskrats of some sort, um, chittering and squeaking tastily, feet covered in honey. So they move a little more slowly and also (laughs) tasty little morsel treats. So there's a little squishing sound as they squish, 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 and a little weep, 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 weep as they uh, as they scooch along just out of sight over there. I'm casting ghost sound. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, level zero to to make them believe that there are that there are tasty food things. Yeah, that there are tasty treats elsewhere. <laughs> okay, I'll roll my my will saves in secret here. Oh boy, uh, the DC is thirteen. So it's quite low, but my hope is that my hope is that bird brain comes from somewhere. <laughs> uh, you are unsure if if they seem to care. They do, after getting hit multiple t- times, seem to be uh, in aggro mode still uh, after 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 casting these. But um, 
Devasha, give me a will save. See if you're hungry. <laughs> oh man, I knew I was gonna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, who here? Who here likes to eat uh, small rodents? Oh, come on. Who doesn't? <laughs> um, I yep, I failed. One on the dice. Uh, I'm guess I'm headed over there. <laughs> and Devasha's out of this combat. Uh, no. Uh, do, do you have a, a move action like uh, as well, Trust? Anything you want to do? Um, I mean, I suppose I'll uh, start uh, moving up the stairs, and I'll mm-hmm. in my turn uh, right behind. Echo Seven, and on the way, I'll sort of draw the sword just uh, just in case something happens. Okay, get get their back. Yeah. Um, next up is my bird brains, <laughs> my muatos, uh, and if or not, they have a wicked fly speed uh, for something with four wings. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to use a special ability. Uh, part of this uh, as a full action. Uh, they are indeed going to uh, double their move speed. They're making an attack as they dive bomb down on... Uh, one's going to go to Zinnia. Oop. And one is going right past a uh, an Echo 7 and a Sprouts. Um, let's see which one. Um, coming for Echo 7. Let me just see here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to make a couple of... Let's do this first attack on Zinnia. Flying by you. Um, uno memento. Yeah, I think I think that might do it. Um, this thing flies right past you, so it's going down uh, about 35 feet in a very fast uh, movement, and then flying like, kind of behind and up over this um this empty uh pavilion here and as it does it doesn't claw out at you but indeed uh, uh tries to to swipe something from your actually no does it yes it does i've rolled a 10 on the dice uh it uh um uh, actually make me a perception check see if it seems to have grabbed something off of your kit it's a 23 plus one to vision based Oh no! Um, it has indeed swiped one of your extra batteries. Oh, mm. I thought it uh, swiped the crystal. I got really worried for a second. <laughs> no, that's that's in a pocket. Uh, I was hoping to get a pistol, but now she's holding them both. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, it cannot indeed make uh, disarms very well, but it is uh, it can try and steal something. And there's nothing uh, really on Echo Seven. I'm like looking at your. Your character sheet, it's like, huge thing, huge thing. Uh, boy. They can take a grenade I made that will do them no good. Yeah. Um, I think this one is just going to make a attack against your KAC. This does. It's just flying right by and up about uh, 30 feet again. Uh, what is your KAC, Drew? 19. Oh, boy. Uh, five on the dice. It uh, it comes down there and just makes a full claw against your your metal chassis armored up as it is and uh, doesn't seem to to penetrate scratch at all um as it is zipping by um tress you've got your sword ready but it happens so quickly does not provoke uh <gasps> not provoke from either of you guys oh snap yeah it it was like past you in a 
in a heartbeat. Um, this might be like one of the fastest flying creatures uh, when it's in that dive bomb formation here on Ultranius. That is their round, though. Um, I've got a battery <laughs> in in my my equipment now. Uh, next and last in the turn order is a Devasho. And let's just add this to the list of useless fights I've been in. Um... <laughs> You've got range <laughs> capabilities. Oh yeah, it's also sonic damage. Uh, oh no! <laughs> but it's at least at least it uses my strength modifier, so I can easily rip through five resistance of Sonic. That's that's gonna be the name of the game. Um, but not this turn. This turn's gonna be really boring. Move action to um, get the shield out, and move action to get out the the flingable disc. Oh man, we're gonna take so many range penalties to this. Um, that's my whole turn. It's just getting out equipment. That's are you, fine. Are you uh, attuning to uh, anything? Sure. I'm attuning to pretzel mode. Pretzel attunement. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe they will. If you hadn't taken off uh, that disc, they might have tried to steal it from you. But uh, <laughs> I don't think you have much in the way of uh, of tiny of things. light things that they can carry. Uh, maybe that uh, it. Um, but I, I will. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go to graviton because I'll try. I'll probably try to yank one of the things out of the air if they survive that long. But I mean, that's about as best I can do. Sure. Um, we are back to the top of the turn audio with uh, Zinnia. All right. This time I'm going to attempt a trick attack. Uh, so can I see the bird that flew at my head? Is it above the Bavilion. crate that I'm yeah. sitting next to? Yeah, you'll you'll have to move to get a good beat on either of you. You might see like a wing flapping uh, for both of them above, but uh, you, you do not have a, a good shot. Gotcha. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to move forward um, by 10 feet. I'm going to stay on the ground, though, and just aim up at the bird that uh, flew over Trust and Echo and Sprouts Mm -hmm. a minute ago. Yep. Um, All right. Laser pistol shot with a trick attack. Ooh, the trick is a two or lower. Wow, man. Some low rolls here. What's that attack roll? And a natural one on the attack. Oh, no. I've never seen so many. I mean, I, I guess I just thought you guys have an amazing trick attack each because you've made you made almost every one in book one, but yeah. it's like three misses in a row. Um, Rebecca, uh, that is indeed a critical fail. What do you want here for, for a fail? Uh, let's go with the official deck. All right. Pulling it out. Great. Or. Our most our, our most deadly combat is going to be against birds. Three birds. <laughs> it's it's Chuck and Red, and uh, there may be bottles show up yet. Angry Birds, if you would like to endorse a Starfinder episode, please contact <laughs> at cosmicredit@gmail.com. Sorry, my wife has been using my office and apparently doesn't realize uh, how important the critical fail cards are to be uh, right in front of my computer at all times. <laughs> I think she might have put them away in their boxes too. I'm never this tidy. Bam. Okay, this is a uh, energy weapon. Oh goodness, fire! Oh, the card is um. Well, maybe, maybe we've had this one before. Uh, manufacturing flaw. Any attack made with your weapon deals energy damage to its wielder equal to its item level until the weapon is repaired with a successful engineering check. Uh, so you're it. it the pistol indeed starts to heat up that that classic SDF design, uh, and you take one point of fire damage. Right. 
Well, I'm glad it was my laser pistol and not yeah. my thunderstrike because that would be a four. <laughs> it just starts humming in your hand. Um, yeah, so still can use it, but you're just going to take a little bit of damage when you do. Oh, boy. Um, what a start. We are back to Echo 7, Drew. So these have moved around. Which is the bird that we were shooting the last turn? Uh, is the one closest to you. It is, it, it's still about 30 foot in the air, um, but... Um, is now is behind you, maybe about 20 feet or so. All right. Don't want to take two shots. Two shots is dumb because of the rate, no. because of the, the speed. Two shots is dumb, right? Well, did no. we did we find out their EAC? I thought we did. No. Oh, uh, I you mean, found out that the your thunder weapons were going to do nothing to it, yep. which is great, which is better than very knowing valuable that. information. Yeah, very valuable. Uh, I mean, you could try it. I'm going to take two uh, shots. I haven't taken two shots this entire campaign so far. Here we go. Probably a good way to figure out their uh, KAC. Shot the first. That's a four on the dice. That's not going to do much. It's an eight. I tell you, an eight is going to be a mess. Yeah. All right. So we'll do shot the second. It's a 16. A uh, 16 against KAC is a hit. Boom. Eight points of damage. Okay, and this one has taken a bunch of of cold and piercing damage, as you see, just like a flume of ice and feathers uh, blast off this thing, kind of like uh, uh, making a halo around it as it's trying to shake off the damage. But it looks looks like it is almost ready to be grounded uh, from two huge heavy weapon blasts. Go back Um, to your nest. Sprouts, Marlo, we're on to you. You got you got the, the dead eye that is needed in this situation? I certainly hope so. Uh, I'm going to take a shot at the same bird. Hmm. Private first class kill steal himself. <laughs> uh, that's a CR 7 or lower for the trick. Oh, yeah. And that's 25 to hit. Uh, yeah, super hit. 19 on the dice. Uh, it's a total of 7 damage. This one had five hit points left, so it, yes. is, it is dead. Yeah! Blasted right out of the sky. Tyler the Prophet. Yeah. Fist bump. <laughs> EFCKS? Tiny fist uh, bump. <laughs> Trest, we're back to you. Uh, there's there's now just one of these birds uh, back behind Zinnia, and um, from what your teammates have saw, supposedly another one in the room. Uh, you said another one in the roost? Yeah, yeah, in this like square section up the catwalk, the, uh, the big one that we haven't come across yeah. yet. You, you guys can probably hear it now that you're you're closer to it. There's indeed some distress calls coming from inside. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, did you say distress calls or distress cause? Cause cause. <laughs> cause. Uh Let's see. Um, well, I've only got a 20 foot move speed, so I guess I'm gonna make a move action no matter what. And I guess I'll keep going up the stairs. Um, mm-hmm. uh, as I do, I'll. Uh, uh, reach back and uh, see the the. It took a battery from out of Zenia's pocket, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna sort of reach down with a hand, use telekinetic telekinetic project telekinetic projectile to grab another battery out of Zenia's pack and just fling it at the bird. <laughs> no, that's what it wants. <laughs> it wants the batteries. Oh no, it wants all the batteries. Oh no, Zenia, I'll find that later. There's rocks nearby too, if you want. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's like, I don't want the fifty dollar rock. We gravel. <laughs> uh, Sixteen versus KAC. Uh, that's a hit. Is there any range on this from like where you're standing? <laughs> uh, um. Oh, yeah. I guess it's. I guess it's not not a very far range. 
Um, what? Well, what is the the range? Yeah, thirty feet. Never mind. Thirty feet. Well, I can hope. Maybe this can give you some more information, at least about its. Yeah, this is against KAC, right? Yeah. So, so it is forty-five feet away from you, and about tw- this one's about twenty foot off the ground. Um, so I think that's just one increment out. You're not beyond sixty feet. Right. right? I don't think so. Uh, so that is a negative two, and against KAC, that's a hit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was about to say this, this. This might be like very close to the number, and at least tell you like what the neighborhood is. But nope, that is exactly its KAC. All right, two points of damage, and the battery sort of falls down to the ground harmlessly. <laughs> no, it grabs it. Oh no! Ah, two now. Two batteries. I'm so sorry, Zenia. <laughs> That's um, <laughs> uh, that happened, and next it's it's back to its turn. Oh, friend was was killed by an evil shiny thing. So it's going straight at an Echo 7. I'm sorry, its friend was killed by an evil an, tiny plant an, thing. On top of a evil shiny thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is indeed is going to dive bomb uh, in your direction. Actually, I think it has to fly up a little bit. So I don't know if it can get too far away and, uh, and fly down to where you are on the steps here leading up. It's just going to make a regular attack against your, your KAC. And if your KC is still 18 as it was last turn, I've rolled an 8 on the dice, and that is a miss. It's 19 that goes attacking to me. Oh, what's your KC? 19. Oh, I'm sorry. He hasn't changed it in roll that's 20. Why, to I was about to say, that's why I should ask every time. Instead of assuming. Uh, yeah, it's it didn't seem like it was a, a, a very strategic attack. This one was born from passion of uh, of loving pretzels and, and hating oh, its, its best friend die. Uh, that is a miss. Uh, there's more cause of distress <laughs> coming from inside there as a uh, a much larger um, Mu'ata kind of flies out and is surveying the scene from above and kind of like maybe jumps on top of, of this this building. Devasha, we are back to you. Um, okay, cool. Well, this, this one that just attacked uh, Echo 7 is probably just only one increment out of my range so that's a great opportunity for me yeah it's only about 20 feet up in the air so what's what's your range 15 feet away 20 feet up thrown object with a range of 20 feet is going to be one i think it's going to be increment indeed so uh we're just going to use every ounce of strength to hurl this disc and hopefully roll high on damage and, uh, I hope you guys hope that every time you attack. <laughs> no, sometimes. Oh, natural toot. Natural toot. Hey, and toot. A, 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 Kaboom! A one on damage roll. Wow. That was uh, a typical Tyler roll. Yes. Yeah, so we uh, okay, we're going to use a swift action to call the disc back. And then we're going to use a move action. And what are we going to do here? How high up is the catwalk? Like 30 if I, foot. If, 30 foot. I don't think I can climb that. Uh, and there's a stairway with all my friends on it. Um, you can start climbing up the stairs if you want. Yeah, I feel like this thing's just going to take off, though, and then it really doesn't matter. So I'm actually going to align my shield to this bird. The bigger one? Yeah. yeah just, after just you've... my AC. You guys have, have got a little bit of information. This does indeed seem to be the, the female of the species. Sweet. Then I'm done. The leader of the pack. Um, that is turn two. <laughs> Zinnia, we're back to you. Uh, hope you don't run out of ammunition anytime soon. Um, <laughs> well, tool wielding strategy. 
I just bought two new batteries that are now gone. But gone forever, <laughs> unless you get them back. Um, uh, what do you want to do? Um, she's going to move forward just a little bit toward the stairs. Um, I'm not climbing up the stairs, and I'm going to continue shooting at the smaller of the two muadas. All right, you, you've you've got one shot off on this one before. Here comes the the second potential. So CR seven or lower on the trick. It is tricked. Actually, nine or lower. And the attack is a 24. Uh, that is a hit. What's the, what's the damage here? Your score in this one uh, right through the lower left wing. Yeah, a total of seven damage. Okay, this one is looking uh, pretty hurt. Uh, it seems to be kind of, you know, one wing, like hardly flapping at all. This one that you guys have, have hit. Uh, so it is, is limping and looks like it is not doing too well in this fight either, like its friend. Uh, Echo 7, you see this one uh, uh, limping through the air. What would you like to do? Uh, can I make it to the top of the stairs at a single move at this point? Uh, yeah, so that'll be about 20 foot to get up there. Oh, yeah, cool. That's easy then. Uh, so Sprouts and I are going to head in that direction to the top there, and I'm going to try to take a shot at this injured bird birdie mm-hmm. with the hail cannon. We really need some combo art for these two. <laughs> oh. Ooh, that's a 13. 13 against KAC. Oh, that is a miss. Oh, you, you determined it's KAC last round, and that won't do. But Sprouts Marlow, you might be able to hit that old EAC this turn. What you got, Miles? I'm going to try my best. Rolling ye old dice. Ah, it's coming at you. Ooh, not any better. Uh, it's 12 on the dice. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, what was your trick? Yeah. Uh, 13, CR 13. Holy moly. Yes. <laughs> that, that Those are the normal trick attacks I'm, I'm used to from you guys. Uh, rolling those zeros. I was like, what is this? Uh, so it is tricked and against EAC, um, tricked EAC, a 12 is a hit. Oh, boy. So that's uh, 13 points of damage. What? what? Whoa, whoa. Hold on. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot how crazy uh, a, a trick attack at level three can be. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, you've rolled uh, wow, you rolled five on a one d six and uh, seven on a one d eight. Uh, this one plummets to the ground dead. Yes, PFCKS. Clack clack. Two batteries hitting the ground. Uh, they have sturdy cases. They're fine. But uh, that is out of it. Uh, Trust. We are back to you. There's just there's one large mother. Uh, it is about uh, ten feet up, just on the top of. Uh, actually, it'd be like on the railing, right on the the catwalk level, flapping its its wings. Mm, yeah, I guess I'll. Mm, I'd feel bad obstructing their shot, but. I'd also feel bad just letting the bird just walk up to them and eat them. So, <laughs> um, so there, there's like a the circular catwalk around this. You can step into this square if you're. If you yeah, I'm assuming this is. Am I am I at the top level right now where I am? You're, you're maybe like a few steps down. Okay, so would this be ten feet of movement to get here? Uh, well, you could do a ten foot to like move into um, uh, there. Like it, oh, over into there. Okay, yeah. So uh, one, two, three. And then, uh, how much? Movement I don't know. Do I don't have? think I'd have an. I have twenty feet of movement. Problem. Yeah. So you might. You may, yeah. I might be able to just. Like get this. This might be the the best I can do right now. 
Um, but you want you want to get up in, in this bird's face. Yeah, I'm gonna get up in there. It like yeah. rears up its wings in like defensive mode as as you're coming in towards towards it, and it like rears up a claw. Um, hmm. Anything useful I want to do? Nah, nah. I know what I want to do. I want to <laughs> do nothing useful and slash it with my sword. <laughs> sword diplomacy. Oh, yeah. geez. Um, twenty-three to hit. Eighteen nice. on the dice. Boy, oh boy, that's a hit in any book. Yeah, and eight points of damage. Eight. It is indeed uh, going to take up flight. Um, you can actually make an attack of opportunity because I don't think it's flight up is going to not provoke moving out of your square. Yeah. Um. So it, yeah, it's, it's flying straight up for a bit. Oh, nine. Uh, that is going to be a miss, and it is going to make a dive bomb on somebody. Let me see. Uh, going for Echo Seven. Of course. Of course, Drew. You 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 murder her brood. <sighs> I love how Echo is getting the blame for Sprouse's kills. Yeah, I was about to say. It's happened twice in this combat. Not making an attack as it is. Ooh, it flies uh, off the map about how much, how far can I get? About 40 foot uh, east off the map as it uh, pilfers something from from your belt. Y'all, what if it was, what if it was Sprouts? (laughs) <laughs> I, I looked at the rules I was like oh it's gotta be of one I think or negligible bulk I was like uh, oh, how much does Sprouts weigh oh it, it can't do it yeah. I was like maybe all three of them can lift Sprouts up but then you start killing them um, oh, as no. soon as uh, as, uh, as that popped in my mind I started fervently looking at rules uh, it does take something off of you make a perception check Drew see if you can tell what it is it's a 16 yeah, it, you're gonna have to go through your your entire kit here. To you're not sure what it is just just uh, by looking down. Um, definitely took something and it's in its clawed hands. Uh, but it's moving off and don't know if Devasha, you'd be able to get a hit off on it oh. before it goes. It is about seventy. No, no, a lot, a lot more than that. <laughs> it's like a hundred feet away from you. That's way too far. I can't do anything. Um, let's see. Does anybody want to make some pot shots as it is? It is indeed going to fly away on its turn. Uh, Zinnia, Echo 7, and uh, Sprouts, do you want to yeah. try to bring it down? Yes. Yeah, I'll try. Yes. How many shots can I take? One. Well, oh. two if you want, but uh, it's a 19. Uh, with a trick attack, uh, that is that is going to be a hit. That's seven points of damage. Because it matters, I'm going to take one shot. So Okay. It's a 14. That is... Well, what's range on your hail cannon? Uh, 60. Or 60 foot. You are out of range, I believe. So. Yeah, I mean, if a 16 didn't hit earlier, I don't think a 14 is going to hit. Uh, oh, no, well, I hit a, th- I mean, was a 13 earlier. It's sorry. within... If it was within one range increment, it would be, but it is 40 foot off the map, which is about 70 foot uh, away from where you're at right now. Um, Zinnia, what you got? Uh, an 11 on the attack. And your range? 80 with my laser pistol. Uh, it is tricked. Ooh, I think you might 
no, you're on the ground level, so you're actually significantly further away than they are at the the top here as it is flying upwards and onwards. Uh, that is a miss too, and it is indeed going to disappear behind. Can I, can I try to take, can I try to throw an object at it? You can. Oh, you boy. can. Oh, <laughs> there's going to be another high. telekinetic uh, <laughs> give yeah, me I, more items. I grab one more one more battery from Zinnia. No! <laughs> oh. No, get the one from the dead bird. <laughs> no, no. I, I, grab, I grab the dead bird. <laughs> I'm going to make a rule if you don't have uh, items on you to uh, uh, to throw, you're gonna have to make a very hard perception check <laughs> to just like pull something <laughs> off the ground because we're not go- we're not gonna go through that. Okay. Uh, Listen, I need a fanny pack. Uh, all right, yeah. I throw a rock. A lot of magicians kind of or um, mystics uh, will keep just like big old ball bearings or something on them. Well, yeah, it's like a it's like a mistborn, right? Like you have like your you have your coin shots where they just like shoot coins at people. Oh, that sounds annoying and painful. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm uh, gonna run forward and take it and take a shot and uh, <laughs> and miss terribly, miss badly. Yeah, glad I didn't that throw. Rock a, is gone. <laughs> glad I didn't throw a battery. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. Uh, it is indeed making a way. Yeah, it, it's hurting pretty bad from those shots. Uh, you you wing this thing, sprouts, but it has made a way with a healing serum. Mark one. And we are out of combat. Uh, you didn't want to take a grenade. Not in the least. Then uh, is going to go and pick up her batteries and <laughs> trust a dirty look. Thank you for your assistance, Senia. It was most useful. Mm. And uh, I come over to look at this this water that appears to be green and bubbling. Uh, I mean, it's just like backed up rainwater and it seems like there's a lot of kind of trash strewn about it as you get up to the the catwalk and anybody that wants to um it it is backed up um and does seem like a a good deal of it looks like trash that might be larger than what uh, these birds can can bring up here uh maybe the wind brick brought it up (laughs) or something along those lines um but yeah now that we are indeed out of combat um um who who wants to uh to, to go up there and, and try and fix this thing. I'm, I'm going I'm to tell you now, it, indeed, this issue is going to require engineering to, uh, to to fix, to to get this straightened out. Zinnia we- will roll up her sleeves and take a take a stab. Yeah, can we look at perception to see what we need to do first, or uh, or is engineering going to cover that? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, whoever wants to uh, can head up there and, and and give me a perception check. Uh, Devasha, are you heading up to? Yeah. And give me one of those good old-fashioned Devasho uh, perceptions. Oh, yeah. The, my my, my Devasho specialty. Six. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. So uh, it uh, there, there's a good amount just kind of like down in the, the well, it looks like, uh, blocking this up. But you see um, what looks like the command section in this little squared off area where the, um, the Muata roost is um you have to like you know clear out a whole bunch of trash as you're you're moving in here um but it looks like indeed there's a a great deal of mechanical tools that you can operate from here to to clear out the blockage and and get it back operational which indeed will be a engineering check that anybody wants to can can try and aid there's not a not a limit on this i will aid So, so you're heading to I'm, I'm guessing Zinnia, you wanna you wanna be the the lead role? Yeah. Aided from Devasho. You're oh you're you're 
<laughs> crawling inside this this little area. Yeah. Aided from Trest, I uh, I cast a psych- psychokinetic hand, and I'm sort of like reaching in and sort of dredging up whatever's down in there, <laughs> just to sort of like help her sort of see like what's like what we're dealing with here. I'm helping. You, you stir up a whole bunch of like uh, contaminants and dust in there, and it's all cloudy now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> All right, here we go. Did everyone roll an eight? No, only two. So that's a 30 with the eights. Okay, good. Yes. So um, as you go to start like um, manipulating these uh, these panels here, indeed, you're like pressing a button and there's like nothing happening. And then you hear a, an, an off kind of uh, panel click uh, followed by a beeping. And your attention is drawn to the bottom of this control panel where you see some loose wires and... Uh, as you peer down below, you see what looks like a small tube wrapped in, in clear plastic. Inside is a, a large clump of uh, clay and uh, what looks like uh, some wires attached to it uh, with a small computer and an LED screen. Counting down and reading a message on it that uh, that says, A to be continued. No! Bum, bum, bum. No! I can't believe that. Oh, you guys are in for it next week. Uh, it sounded like a little, another little Amy for a minute. Yeah. My little pet. Yeah, except until he said clay and it's like, uh-oh. Oh, no. We, we've we got an explosive episode next week. On the oh, I don't like the word he used oh, there. Uh, good times. Um, but, uh, whoo boy, that's going to do it for this one. I, I hope you guys enjoy the, the new boss of this book two, the, the uh, matron Muata, who is definitely coming back. She's going to be stabbing herself with that, uh, <laughs> that hypo and, and healing back up over the next day. I knew that was an intelligent bird. She's coming right <laughs> after you. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say that Zinnia was going to warn the crew that like, we're probably under a time crunch because that bird is going to come back with all of her friends. But now we have a, a freaking bomb. So we're a actually bomb, under a, a time bomb crunch. that we can throw at the birds. <laughs> Psychokinetic hand of that. <laughs> oh no, maybe maybe I failed to express. The, no, you guys are going to explode next episode. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I think I think the timer isn't so much at like 127, or is at like 10. Uh, good times. Uh, this has been Cosmic Crit, guys. Thanks you. Thanks for playing. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Everyone out there, thanks for listening. And uh, uh, tick tock, the clock goes down. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Healthy. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20 and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.